Hello, I'm Al Head, Director of the Alabama State Council on the Arts, and I want to welcome you to Alabama Arts Radio Series. Each week we will be introducing you to some exceptional artists and other special people who make the arts happen in Alabama. Alabama is the home of a wide range of gifted and creative people who make important contributions to our unique cultural environment. Each week, members of the council staff will be visiting with some of these special people and introducing you to some of our state's most valuable human resources. So, for the next 30 minutes, sit back, relax, and enjoy Alabama Arts. And so when we finally got back together, I went to his house and uh, he sat down and he was talking about songs and songwriters and people I'd never heard of. I thought, I'd, I, thought I knew songwriters until I met this guy. And so uh, he, he says, do you know this song? He was mentioning Errol Flynn. I said, no, I never heard it. He said, well, you mind if I play it for you? I said, no, I don't, I don't care. And we were still in the awkward stage and we were still getting to know each other. We were still first date. <laughs> Still flirt, I'm not sure if we thought each other was hot or not. So uh, he plays the song, and so he's playing. And I've seen Donnie play around town. I've, you know, I know his music, I knew his records, but I've never heard this guy. I just told him, that's amazing, I've never seen that side of you before. And he said, well, I don't normally do that. I don't go out and play that way. It's always with a band and everything. And I said, well, you should. You most certainly should, from you know one guy's opinion, and so that led to this because he had that same conversation with uh, T Bone Burnett, who they were they were talking about making a record. T Bone graciously uh, stepped aside and shoved me in the front, and, uh, and here we are. So thank God that I. That was John Paul White talking about how he came to produce. Oh my goodness, Donnie Fritz's most recent CD project. I'm Deb Boykin. Recently I caught up with Donnie in the Shoals to hear more about that CD and to find out what he's working on now. So proud of that album. You should be. I really am because, you know, I was uh, 71 when I got to do it and um, John Paul White, my my great friend, uh, he was the one that uh, we, we both kind of come up with the idea of doing actually T-Bone Burnett suggested I, I was going to do a, an album maybe with T-Bone but T-Bone said you know what and he, he was so busy at the time he said, you know, John Paul is down there you should do it with John Paul and so the next thing I know is I, I played a few songs with John and he said, yeah, let's do it, man. And that, that's how that began, how it happened. And it was just so much fun doing it. it we did it like I'd never, I'd never recorded an album like this. We did it, we just, I just sang and played uh, The World Is Your Piano, and we overdubbed everything else. Did you? Yeah. Because uh, I think one of the great things about that album is that the arrangements are like, it's almost like the words are a jewel in the arrangements or yeah. the setting. They yeah. don't overpower the words. It's just beautiful. Well, thank you. We're, like I say, I'm so proud of that one. I've done a few albums, and I never was pleased with the way I sounded on it more than anything. 
but this one I can listen to. So yeah, yeah, that's a big difference. And uh, well, I, I have to indulge myself a little bit and talk about some of the songs on that album. All right. Talk a little bit about Errol Flynn. And yeah, what Errol drew Flynn. you to that one? Yeah, uh, I tell you, uh, my buddy uh, John, Billy Bob Thornton turned me on to that song. It's been about. Well, by now, it's been about 12 years ago, I guess. He, he had gotten that song from some other actor who had knew the girl that wrote it. And it's just a beautiful, beautifully written song about, you know, what that business can do to a family. It's got that going for it. And I don't know. It's just a and, great song. And it's also what that business can do to a person. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, here's this, the highlight of that man's life is this one poster. Yeah, that, this the one poster, poster. Of, uh, and that was a real movie that he did with Errol Flynn. Yeah. That they died with their boots on. And uh, so anyway, uh, I loved, I loved, just loved that song. And Billy had cut, Billy Bobby cut a demo on it, and I thought it was fantastic. But he, I said, you, and he was on a, a record label. Yeah. I said, man, put that out. That's better than anything you, you cut. He wouldn't do it, so he cut it later on. He cut it a little bit different. He cut it kind of a more up tempo. But anyway, uh, that that's how I and I always said, well, if I ever get a chance, that'll be a song I'm gonna cut. You know, it's a great one. I in the hole. On a walk in a house in Reseda There's a poster held up With two nails and a pen It's my daddy, the actor About to die with his boots on He the man standing up there Beside Errol Flynn He got third All fourth billing At the end of each picture That don't really mean much He would say with a grin But he held my hand tight when he pawned his name out only four or five names down below Errol Flynn Now fame always fleeting and the stars ain't keep falling standing Right up there, that's the business full of heart. And luck, she kisses some, but she passes by others. Disappointment and bourbon, a heart on the heart. It's hard on the heart. So the women and the beers and the years with O'Earl 
took me from his side he kissed me goodbye at the old union station the last time i saw him oh the last time i cried now i sit alone in a house in the cedar watching the late show as moonlight shining then up on the screen while there is my sad funny feeling now I'm older than him I'm older than him so your daddies and your daughters your sons and your mothers will remember life's over before it begins so love one another and stand close together as close as my dad did to Errol Flynn say love one another and stand close to as close as my dad did to Errol Flynn. By the way, I gotta say, the little girl, the the, the lady that wrote the song about her father, it was it was a real it was a real story. It's a true story. It's a very, uh, his name was. Uh, Robert Bruce or Robert, he was a real character actor from the 40s and 50s and 60s. So she wrote me a letter and said how much she loved the version of it. And oh, that's it was really sweet how she put it. But anyway, yeah, uh, Tuscaloosa, 1960. That's just that's just exactly what happened with us back in the early days of playing in bands with Hollis. Yeah, and. Um, Going to those all these different colleges and playing uh, fraternity parties, huh? Yeah, I love that song because I was there ten years later, and it oh hadn't, wow, it hadn't changed much. It hadn't, <laughs> that part of it hadn't changed. That part a bit. of it hadn't changed much. Yeah. Now the campus has changed a lot. But. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun, man. Just... Hollis Dixon and the keynotes playing the fraternities.
like I said, all this learning experiences too, you know, uh, just getting playing, playing for people, and no matter where it is. But we had a lot of fun down there naturally, and that's that's how that song came about for sure. And I think we've talked a little about them old love songs, but oh, um, yeah. I appreciate you. I, I just yeah. love that one, and I want to make sure we talk about it with the microphone on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that song uh, came about because I, I had written this song with Troy Seals, who's a brilliant, brilliant. Do you know who Troy is? Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Well, he he's just a brilliant songwriter. So he and I got together to write. In fact, he called me in. He said he'd gotten stuck on this one song. Well, anyway, that song became We Had It All, and it's still this day been my most recorded song. Yeah. It's been cut by everybody from the Stones to Willie Whalen, Dolly Parton, Conway Tweedy in the country. And then guys like, uh, like I say, the Stones, uh, Tina Turner, and Tom Jones, just... It's just a long list of really great artists. Cut That's that the mark of a great song if it uh, if it well, works it, for all those different for people. All those different people. I was really really proud of that. But the deal was on that song. I was writing for a company that that one of their rules was you're not supposed to write with anybody that wasn't signed with a company. I wasn't gonna walk away from a great idea and what he already had. On oh the yeah. Song. Ain't no way in hell I'm gonna leave that. So I got in trouble over that. The, the publisher got really mad at me. And finally, we come to an agreement where the company that Troy wrote for would keep the publishing on We Had It All, and we'd write him another song, and we wrote them old love songs. Well, I'm glad you had to write another song. That... <laughs> I am too now. <laughs> I, I was, this time was... You know, I mean, we were proud to write, even just write together again, but under those circumstances, you know, you think, well. Down a dusty Dixie Road My old Levi's dragon tracks Nobody cares about where I'm all they know I'm coming back I wish I had me a true fine woman I'd let her rock me all night long maybe we could get together like people do in them old love songs Cause a love song has an ending that turns out right every night And I can just see me somewhere with somebody Turning down the lights mm-hmm. But turning down the lights I can hear somebody laughing It's funny how it makes me sad Lord, I 
process of working with John Paul and the folks at yeah, Single Lock we're, again. We've, got, we've gotten back together and with John Paul, uh, he and Ben Tanner's going to produce this album just like they did the last album. And I always wanted to do this, a tribute to Arthur Alexander, who had the first, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hit out of uh, Muscle Shoals. I had the first pop R&B hit. That was You and Better Move On. You Better Move On, yeah. And I met Arthur when I was... 16 he was 18 and we've become close friends right off the bat so he he was always we, we worked together for all those years wrote a lot of songs together on this album i've got maybe I, i'm not sure how many i think maybe there's four or five songs on this album that he and i wrote together oh. and the rest of them are all arthur's it's a honor to to honor him that's what i wanted to do we just Worked at 3614 Jackson Highway. Oh. Last week we got to do the basic tracks there with uh, me and John Paul, David Hood, and uh, Reed Watson. You know. Oh, yeah. I know Reed. Playing yeah. drums. So we got a lot of work to do on it, but at least we got started, you know. Can you share with us some of the songs you're considering? Sure. Of course, we did You Better Move On in a very weird way. John Paul had done this song. Had done you. Well, we've all played You Better Move On thousands of times, really. But we did it just like Arthur did it. Well, John Paul had a different different take on a different version, and it was really different. It's so different when I first heard it, I didn't like it, you know. It was just too much. But the more we worked on it, it worked out. And it's still, and now it's one of my favorite things we've we caught. So we did that. We did uh, we did a song Buzz Kaysen wrote called uh, Soldier of Love mm-hmm. that the Beatles did. We did Every Day I Have to Cry song. Yeah. In the middle of it all, we did that. And the ones he and I wrote, we did a song Adios Amigo, which kind of about our early days together. I, I, we wrote a song. We, we, we did a song called June. That was what we uh, called Arthur. His name was Arthur Alexander Jr. And everybody called him June. So that's going to be the name of the album. And I wrote that the day he died. I I was with him in in Nashville when when he died. And and I stayed until his family got there. And I I wrote that on the way home to to Florence. Do you know when you're going to have this one out? I have have no idea. We've got a lot of work to do on it. And then you know how that goes. You get it finished. Uh, they got to work it into their schedule yeah. about when to release or when it will be a good right time. 
Well, calendar, that gives us all something to look forward well, to. I'll, I can't I'll wait to hear I'll that. I'll sure be waiting on it. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, we really appreciate you spending time with us. Well, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, so did I. And we've been talking with Donnie Fritz, who is a songwriter and singer and actor and just lover of music. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much for being with well, us. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. This program was brought to you by the Alabama State Council on the Arts and the Alabama Center for Traditional Culture. Technical production by Deb Boykin. Series theme music, The Bounds of Beauty, was composed and performed by Scooter Muse. This week on Alabama Arts, we continue our conversation with singer-songwriter Donnie Fritz, who talks about his most recent CD, Oh My Goodness, and his current project, a tribute album to the late Arthur Alexander. And we've become close friends right off the bat. So he, he was always, we, we worked together for all those years, wrote a lot of songs together. That's Tuesday, 8 to 8.30 Central on Troy Public Radio. Tonight on Alabama Arts, we continue our conversation with Donnie Fritz. He talks about working with John Paul White on his most recent CD, Oh My Goodness, and he explains how they chose songs for the project, some Donnie's and some written by others, but all meaningful. We hear several of these songs and we learn more about Donnie's current project. And I always wanted to do this a tribute to Arthur Alexander, who had the first, you know, mm -hmm. uh, hit out of a Muscle Shoals. I had the first pop R&B hit. That was You and Better Move On. You Better Move On, yeah. And I met Arthur when I was 16, he was 18. And we've become close friends right off the bat. So he, he was always, we, we worked together for all those years, wrote a lot of songs together. On this album, I've got maybe, you know, maybe there's four or five songs on this album that he and I wrote together. But first, the news. 